Hey friends. I know a lot of episodes this week, but I am following the leadership from my friend, Suzanne, who is the note coach. And she's like, you know, I think the thing to do is just to tell the people what you're thinking. So, Hey, I'm Shannon Ivy and welcome to the, what she said project. And we are doing uh, a series of off the cuff conversations. And there's a reason. And the reason is I'm at this place in business. I am an ICF certified coach, queer fairy godmother, and a lifelong creative who is deeply invested in ethical business and other ethical practices. Here's why. Okay, so today we're going to talk about why it is irritating to be an Enneagram eight wing seven. Y'all, if you don't Enneagram, there are free tests. Just look till you find one, take it. Then we can have a conversation. So put this on pause, go take it, and then we can talk. Oh, good. You're back. Hey, if something has happened in your life, uh, take that test again. Cause I have this theory and my therapist and I talk about this. I feel like we and the Enneagram supports it. Like there's a part of us that has roots in our childhood. And then because of just like a tree, because of the weather or the climate, the tree develops in different ways. And then you have this adult expression of you, which definitely has roots into how you felt about yourself and your world as a child. For what? For every reason and all the reasons I have turned out like this. <laughs> so when I first uh, began to be uh, realizing my Enneagram eightness, I had been through some pretty rocky transitions. Here's what an eight is to me now. An eight is a challenger of unjust systems. Okay. Now, you can look at us as a big pain in your butt. We are also people that feel, feel things deeply in connection to themes and systems. And if we use our powers for good, can be effective in changing for the better, helping uplift, helping others, uh, move the, the good, passionate, real work forward. But here's the thing. People don't like change. <laughs> oh, really, Shannon Ivy? No, they don't. They also don't like the truth. And so in my youth, I, I definitely was idealized in thinking like my version of what the truth was, my version of what would make things in quotation marks better, my version of evolution, of progress was some people's vision of hell and chaos. So it took a lot of therapy and a lot of like self-compassion for me to notice why certain things would happen. So there's two things happening. If you know me, two things, eight wing seven, sevens uh, are very experience based and they just love joy and enjoyment. They love to live life to the fullest. So I have this sense of uh, some people think I'm a seven because I am fun. 
I love fun. I'm at the gym and what am I doing? Between these sets of heavy lifting things, I'm maybe dancing. Do I care if anyone's looking? No, who cares? We're at the gym, we all smell bad, it doesn't matter. I am a person who in times of struggle makes it fun. In times of transition and change, I don't abandon the change. Sevens don't always deal well with conflict. Y'all, that's my bag. Because for me, constructive tension is what builds muscle. Did you know that? If you are lifting a 40 pound weight, y'all, that's heavy, by the way. If you're lifting a 40 pound weight and it is like no big deal to you, you're not building muscle. So here's the thing. I have an addiction to progress. And I know my version of what progress is, is not the same as everyone's. Thank God for wisdom. I've learned in, in my healthy state, in a healthy eight, my agreement with folks is, I don't know, I've got this like tuning fork inside of me and I'm like, boing, and I like notice, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm reading what's going on right now. And I just notice it in my body. And because of being a part of a few marginalized groups, I like have to suss through, is this unsafe or am I just uncomfortable? Is this worth my time? If you listen to the one about my client, how we met that I kept leaving these ineffectual classes and she liked me for that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, some people maybe didn't. So I have to like sort of sort through a lot of different things about myself. What has helped me do this? A shit ton of therapy, um, deep introspection, uh, coaching training, um, surviving cancer and almost dying, um, solo parenting as best as I can. Like all of these very humbling experiences, working in social justice, having active activists and artists as friends, having deep conversations, being able to hold the tension of me, a white woman with educational privilege, with white privilege, um, with, uh, for a long time, I believed I had like heterosexual privilege. And for a little while there, I was like married to a man. So I had some married privilege. Okay, so my life is completely different at this point, except for the white privilege and the educational privilege. Um, but that stays with me. And so a part of my Enneagram 8 wing 7, it informs every damn thing I do. I wish it did not. I wish I could be chill and cool and be okay and not be intuitive and not be connected to themes like I recognize themes and I, I can kind of see the future, not way far because of trauma, but I can kind of notice a pattern. Oh, you too? Yeah. So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because I'm in a place in my business where it is supporting me and I had made some decisions in the last year to try to grow my business. And there is an extreme shakedown happening in my world of coaching. Now, I get asked questions like, how did you become a coach? What, what made you be a coach? I, I'm going to tell you more about that in just a second. Um, but what I'm telling you now is that I'm watching some ethical interestingness happen. 
And it is just like my kid coming out as trans. It is, it is uh, a discomfort and an opportunity. Was I discomfort? Did I have discomfort about my kid coming out as trans? Not really, except for I just didn't know how to support him best. And I was the one to mess it up the most every day, y'all. Woo, getting somebody's pronouns right that you birthed. That is 13 years of undoing. And sometimes I was not paying attention and my child suffered because of it. Uh, so discomfort, tension creates strength. It also can create scars. Do you know what fascial adhesions are? <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, so why am I talking about this? All right, in my industry uh, and in my life uh, and in my business, I am, I have been going through a transformation. And I, I am a values led person. So when I am upset or uncomfortable, if I can get calm, I'm also like uh, medicated for anxiety. So that it, it takes, it takes intention and Lexapro to get me to focus. I easily focus on my clients. That's super easy. But when I'm uncomfortable around like pricing, around the way I'm advertising, um, I feel it all over me. And so here's why I'm mentioning Enneagram. I believe that some of the reason why I'm able to move my life forward in a way that makes me proud of myself Gosh, y'all, that is so important to me. I just want to be proud of myself. I don't want to feel shame or regret. Um, I know what those things feel like. And I have done a lot of work to put myself in context, to have compassion for myself, what I have been through, what I'm currently going through. And that's really helping me right now. People are a little shocked that I have been through such a shift recently and I'm okay. I am because I've, I've been doing the work. My Enneagram is informing what I need to do next. It is instructing me to go back to my roots of values and create my business from there. Of course, you're the client I talked about last time. Uh, she's still updating me with numbers like her business all that work she's done over the last year to become more visible, to use her values and to, for us to partner in a way that brings dignity to her work. Like we're emailing back and forth today about a museum purchase. That was her number one thing she wanted. Y'all, she would not have been having that conversation if she hadn't gotten more visible and worked through her fears and stories around what that meant. All she had to do was turn on her Instagram video and talk to folks and they love her. This was natural to be in communication with her people and what a gift. So in going back to my values, I am thinking through how I'm offering my services. I'm thinking through maybe a new name. Um, 
I'm still me. I'm still an ICF certified coach, which to me is, is as close as you can get to licensure. Uh, one day coaches will probably be licensed like therapists. I believe that there's a lot of overlap and I will eventually bring my therapist on. She just agreed to talk about the difference between coaching and therapy uh, and just talk about our journey together. I'm willing for her to tell it, you know, cause if I sign the form and ask you to tell it, you can tell it. Um, I believe that these tools that can be free can be useful to give you a vision of yourself that is rooted in compassion. Eight wing seven was a hard pill to swallow because people don't like challenger women. We get burned at the stake. <laughs> I'm not claiming any witchiness, but I might be. And I might do it soon. But for right now, just know that I'm in a process as you're watching me shift. My life is changing. What I do day to day is changing. But what it's doing is bringing me back to authentically exactly who I am and to be able to walk in compassion and courage and curiosity with you. So thanks for listening. If you need some support, the first conversation with me is free. I especially love to have these on Fridays. And so if you're hearing this and you want a Friday conversation, message me. Let's do it. We don't have to be talking sales. We could just be having a conversation. And that's when we decide, is it the right time for us to move forward together? We get to decide together. So send me a message. Take very good care of yourself. And I'll see you soon.